0: biotalkradio.com
1: Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse, And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Radar Superstar.
0: Hey guys, this is Renee McKette. This is Kane from WWE. This is
1: WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid,
0: Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Brie. And this is Nikki. And we're the Ballot
1: Twins. This is Christopher Daniels. And what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap. And now, you are And it is...
0: awesome. Satisfaction is guaranteed. It's
1: time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back taking souls and digging
0: holes.
1: I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can laugh, but you can't touch. (laughs) Ruthless aggression. With your host... I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin.
0: My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. And <laughs> smell
1: what the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie.
0: right here on wildtalkradio.com bunch of our friends over at MBG Films. check them out at youtube.com mbg1211 and if you're listening to us over on wildtalkradio.com rockradioshow.com but directly on twitch thank you so much for tuning in we greatly appreciate it if you're on twitch and you happen to have a prime gaming sub available you can use it here for free for 30 days All all you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I am your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever faithful producer, slash co-host, slash handyman Sir Rockin.
1: Tonight's greater than great debate, is that the best storyline in the history of professional wrestling? Anyway, it's not the great great debate time, it's not C B Radio, it's right. Live for here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Tweet us at Wild Talk Radio at Rec Radio Show at Linsburg, Come on to talk Radio.com, Show.com or twitch.tv slash WTLive Interact with us live to do the thing because there are things to talk about from this show to impact to talk about it all.
0: This is one of the most noteworthy Royal Rumbles I think we've seen in quite a long time. This is, this, this is gonna be kinda hard to top. The road just...
1: to WrestleMania just started. Legitimately just started with a banger after banger after banger on this show.
0: I mean, legit. Like, everything on this show was impactful. Everything on this show was noteworthy. Some things are better than others. Some things were a little weird, um, but overall, like the two Rumble matches were really, really, really strong contenders. The Alexa Bianca match was a really good match. The Lights Out match, for what it was, I enjoyed it. We'll get into it. I don't know about Rock. Um, and then there's the whole Roman Reigns, Kevin Welcome. Owens bloodline. You've
1: got mail.
0: We've got mail.
1: <laughs> Thank, thanks, Matt, for gifting Tim. W T R T I M Stein just subscribe to the movement.
0: Thanks, Matt. Anyway, um, (laughs) like, all the stuff with the bloodline was just tremendous. And best of all, they've got you asking for more. Because what we saw at the very end of the show was like, wait, what? You're going to end it there? What? No, I need answers. I need more. What? You just, and you have to tune in Friday if they make us wait that long. Hopefully, they don't make us wait till Friday, but I think we're going to have to.
1: I don't know if we're going to have to wait because Kevin's on Raw. We may hear it on Monday. Um, yeah. Thanks, Matt, for the gifted sub. Uh, that's so funny. Anyway, uh, yeah. So much. So much. Where do you want to start?
0: Say, hey, let's just get it out of the way. Let me scream about it. The lights out match. Pitch black. Pitch black. Whoa, wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. I mean, it the, wasn't
0: really pitch black.
1: The The Mountain Dew presents the pitch black match.
0: Okay. So I know uh, there are a lot of mixed reactions about this match. From my perspective, I loved the visuals of this match. I thought the black lights. With Bray's body paint and LA Knight's gear and just the amount of effort that was made to utilize the blacklights and the fact that you had, like, the kendo sticks painted up to show up in the blacklighting. You had Bray's little logo all over everything in the blacklighting. Like, again, Bray with his body paint and the fact when he came out, you weren't really sure what was going on and then they hit the lights and it all showed up and you're like, ooh, shit, like... From a visual standpoint, and, like, when they went through the table and you saw the explosion of the confetti and you just had green confetti go everywhere, like, just all the visuals of this match was really spectacular. I really liked it. I thought it was very cool. And I liked the efforts that were made by Bray and L.A. Knight to both show up because it's purple lighting. It's hard to see in. It's hard to work in, I'm sure. And purple is not the best for TVs, so the fact that they were able to still turn up and make sure that they were seen and shown and they looked good was phenomenal. The wrestling was something to be desired. I will fully admit that. But I don't think this was ever meant to be a five-star classic. It was all for visual aesthetic. I think we can all agree on that. Um, but the match itself is almost outshined by the end. Bray Wyatt and his brand new Fangs pick up the victory over LA Knight. But we're not done. Oh, no. No, no. After Bray hits the Sister Abigail and does the slut pose, he chases L.A. Knight through the crowd, and L.A. Knight's hitting him with a kendo stick, and he's not selling it. I mean, I think he sold it, like, once or twice because he actually got hit. But, like, the point is, he's not selling it. And they're just walking through the crowd, and they're walking through the crowd, and they're walking through the crowd, and they get to this stage, and nobody really knows what's going to happen. And I told Rock, when Bray was making, making his entrance, I saw the Mercy buzzard person that like the person dressed up as mercy i saw him embrace entrance i don't know if all the puppets were there but i did see mercy and so i was like oh shit i bet the puppets are there somewhere and sure enough appearing from above the stage in a magical mystical way is everybody's favorite uncle howdy and that motherfucker took a header right off the top of that thing right not quite onto L.A. Knight, kind of beside L.A. Knight, but the point is it was right beside L.A. Knight. And from the way they shot it, you could tell, but you really couldn't tell. Um, and then above him, after Uncle Howdy did the jump, The puppets appeared up above where he had been, but that's not the big story. And there was pyro and fire and all the things. It's the new Bray Wyatt look because we have a new mask, y'all. We have a new look. We have a new mask. You can see it very well. So I'm waiting for pictures to show up, but there's a new not fiend, but fiend in town. Something like that. The matches might've been cut. I, seeing as this show went to 1220, I doubt it. Well,
1: um, nothing was cut.
0: Um, I think it was just this was never meant to be long because it's not sustainable to be a long 20 minute. 20 minute match. It's just literally, we're going to give Mountain Dew what they paid for. And that's it. Um, And in the process, we're going to use it as a way to reinvent Bray Wyatt in the final incarnation. He's going to come out of the chrysalis like a beautiful moth and destroy the world. Now, I know it wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but like I said, from a visual standpoint, this worked. this works so well. Should they do it all the time? Absolutely fucking not. But for a one-off or an every once in a while, I'm down. I'm completely down.
1: Okay, You good? Yes. Okay. Visually, the match went, worked. You, the stuff with the kendo sticks and the table stuff all worked. I wish there was more meat and potatoes to the Bray Wyatt in ring persona. Limitations, yeah, I get it. Health, yeah, I get it. But I wish there was more substance. I wish they gave him more of a chance to be a credible wrestler because guess what? Bray Wyatt is a credible wrestler. We've seen it multiple times in multiple iterations but when you have a sponsor running a certain thing and you this is a, a money match you have to sacrifice some things and go spot 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 instead of tell an in-ring story And you can't really tell an in-ring story in a pitch black scenario so there's that
0: I feel like with the debut of the new character whatever it's called whatever it's going to be that we will get more substance as time goes on we will get more in-ring stuff as time goes on I, I hope
1: I hope that's the case because
0: um, there was a lot of setup on the fiend and it took them a while to give the fiend some substance so
1: but you you kind of you yes but no because they after the fin match you kind of got more substance going forward and i hope that's where where you go from it um i i just i appreciate the effort by brian LA knight they they went out there and did their job whether anyone likes it or not whatever they they went out there did what they were told Bo Shane, whoever the hell it is in the mask, did a big ass jump onto a big giant crash pad, and LA Knight rolled into the bump. Um,
0: I was gonna say whoever took the dive, well done.
1: Yeah, whoever whoever, jumped
0: that high, whether
1: it was Bo or Jeff Hardy or whoever you want to put on that mask to do it. It's Bo. It's Bo. And we all know it's Bo. Bo leave. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, I thought that the angles they did, because the comment I was in the chat about, oh, they cut time. It's like, no, the match was short because you had seven minutes of extra so i don't think match quality time was cut i don't think it, into the women's title match i don't think match time was cut i think they were put in a position here that you're the third match on the show you're just a buffer between everything else that's going on the matches a couple weeks ago a few weeks ago raw was just okay so they probably were had weren't you know pretty much like eh, i'm not sure about this one and it delivered it a better match because you tie it all because you might as well tie them all together um I thought Alexa and, and Bianca had a pretty solid match between the two, and then you got her story told, where she's now has to conquer whatever it is, you feel in control, she's now has to fight her demons. The question that has to be asked is Uncle is Uncle Howdy dead after jumping off the thing. I
0: mean he's a supernatural being, so I feel like he's probably fine.
1: <laughs> they have Bray doing oppressor.
0: <laughs> they have Bray doing oppressor <laughs> In the makeup?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> this normal brain doing the presser backwards <laughs> and everything.
0: Okay then. Uh, anyway.
1: Anyway that <laughs> I, was, I was not expecting that. Okay so. <laughs> What do you think about the women's title match? I
0: thought the women's title match was really good. It was a little short for me. It felt like it ended a tad bit abruptly, but the finish was nice. I thought they did a better job than they did on Raw a couple weeks ago. I really loved Alexa's gear. I thought she looked wonderful. Um, Bianca looked wonderful as well. But I did, there was just something about Alexa's gear that I really, really like. Um, and this, I think you were expecting more because it's like the way that it ended. You're like, wait, wait, that's it? Like, it kind of left you feeling a little wanting, and then you got the bit at the end where she watches the video of past Alexa and the playground and Uncle Howdy, and she's just sitting there with those big eyes in the in the purple light looking up at the video like, should I? Am I really in control? Do I really have this, or do I maybe need a little help? Like, it was a nice little acting moment from her, because I think there were a lot of questions and a lot of people were maybe expecting her to go Little Miss Bliss on Bianca. And it didn't happen, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, overall I thought the match was very good, and we'll see what happens with Alexa on Monday. But moving on from there, yeah. it, So let's, let's talk about which rumble. Ahead, sorry. Which, which rumble
1: do you want to talk about first? That's let's it.
0: do the men's because that opened.
1: Okay, let's talk about the men's Rumble, which was a the I think bell to bell the best match on the show
0: it was a really well put together rumble like normally the way that they work is you have like the first 10 and then you have the last 10 and then that middle 10 just really drag super duper hard and it's it gets a difficult to watch with this that wasn't the case they kept it moving so, they kept it going they kept you interested
1: yeah they paced it really well you open with guther and Sheamus in the ring
0: Good choice. Good, Good choice. choice.
1: Gunther, MVP of the night. Fan- yeah, MVP. buddy. MVP, the Iron Man, whatever you want to call it. He went bell to bell, basically. We'll talk about the other, the women's match here in a little bit. But yeah, it went bell to bell. Gunther was booked to look like a fantastic star. Fantastic. Um, You threw Miz in there. You threw Kofi in there. You threw Johnny Gargano in there. So Johnny's back. Um, after being out with an injury, he wasn't sure he was gonna make the show. He made the show. Kofi blew his um spot when being eliminated because I think he was supposed to. Because what they were trying to set up for him was he was supposed to fall into the chair and then roll into the you know I guess get his feet on the chair. He kind of missed. So I think I think it's just me. Let's retire the Kofi spots. Two years in a row, they kind of enough. It's I th- I think we've run out of ideas. Um. It Karen Cross, who was in there a little short. I thought he could have been in there a little longer in the match, but you had good moments with him and Drew and him and Sheamus and the banger bros were just like pretty good. They they the banger bros did a hell of a job in this show going pretty long in this rumble. Um, Santos was in here. Chad Gable was in at some point. Then, then, at number 12 came the beast, Brock Lesnar, and he just started looking and ready to go, ready to fight, and the the banger bros, Drew, and, uh, Seamus just looked at him going, alright, big boy, you wanna fight? You wanna go? Let's go. Let's have a fight. And boy, howdy, did he go after them, and they went right after him, and yeah, that was pretty good. Um, Brock did his role, he got rid of Santos, and, and, Dawkins who took a hell of a, a German. Who
0: Yeah. Yeah he did.
1: He took a hell of a German. And then followed it up right with Lashley coming in and then Lashley just came in like a house of fire. Brick house just spearing people, fighting off everybody, dumping out Brock in three and a half minutes, I believe they said on commentary. That was not a long appearance for Brock, but Brock made it worth it. Um so that was good
0: brock like kind of losing his shit outside and sort of waiting for lashley for a few minutes it's like you feel bad for anybody that's out there because brock's like i want to go in i want to go in but i can't go in but i want to go in i want to fight him i want to face him like that was a nice little addition of tension between lashley and lesnar that i very much enjoyed and the fact that you did get brock you got brock in and out basically
1: he did not overstay his welcome which was it was
0: it was a very appropriate usage of brock
1: and then the person who did not get a welcome at all was, uh, poor, happy Baron Corbin.
0: No. Oh. Uh, no.
1: So, when Brock got eliminated, Brock started to smash. He threw the the steel steps on the announce table, threw the, the covering into the ring. He just had a mad, mad... He destroyed a referee, and then he destroyed Corbin. Um... Uh-huh so there was that and then seth rollins came in at 15 and made sure baron corbin was like i'm in and out see ya goodbye
0: so long farewell i'll be saying goodbye
1: <laughs> then you had you had otis and then number 17 tim's pick ray mysterio and uh well ray apparently got banged up against carrie cross last night and never made it to the ring so but who did dominic at number 18 wearing the mask Nice touch.
0: It was a very nice touch. For a second, I thought he bit up his father and stole the mask.
1: He could have. And that may be the story they end up telling. Um... Yeah, they could have done that, but they've, that's a spot they've done before. They did that with um, someone in the past, with Sh- Slater. They've done that the Slater spot before. So it would have been a bit of a repeat joke for for it. I, they could have. I thought they would have done one more. But that was a Slater spot they've done in the past. Uh, you had Elias, you had Finn, and then you had Booker T to pop the hometown crowd and Booker slow. Um, <laughs> Booker real slow.
0: I mean, props for him doing the spinning rooney, though.
1: Yeah, but he he moves a little bit slower than uh he used to, but that's okay. He looked old, but they got he's 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 a Texas you know boy, and they gave him the pop and it popped the crowd. Um, then you had Damien, you had Montez who honestly most shocking moment of the night he was in there like a, less than a minute i figured montez would have got a little bit more of a shine if he was they put him in be- yeah because, same. i was a little disappointed in that he looked in great shape and was ready to go but
0: it was not to be because somebody else and his wife were <laughs> raring to take out the judgment day
1: so judgment day is all in a ring and they're they're all protecting one another and then came the rated r superstar edge and he came in Spearing people, he got rid of Finn. He got rid of damien Tries to get rid of Dom, and was not to be, as the Judgment Day pulled him out. And then, as they're brawling to the back, Austin Theory gets announced, (laughs) and he's like, "Have at it, have fun." And then Beth Phoenix shows up after Rhea Ripley attacks Edge, and she speared the crap out of Rhea uh, Rhea Ripley.
0: Aunt Betty looked phenomenal. We all hail to Aunt Betty. But yeah, she, she did a number on Rhea and Rhea did a beautiful job selling the injury coming into the women's rumble. But yeah, Aunt Betty looked like a badass.
1: You're an almost, you had Braun Strowman come out at number 27, the, the, the lucky spot. Yeah.
0: Okay. Can I just say this real quick? I don't watch wrestling with sound. If I, if there's something I need to go back and watch with sound, I'll go back and watch it with sound. But when I do the initial watch, I don't hear the sound so when braun came out they just showed the mountain with the man in it and i'm like who the fuck is this because they didn't have the name or anything on it they just they did just for showing the thing and of course i can't hear the music because they don't watch it with sound and it wasn't until they cut to braun that i was like oh it's braun i should have known that it's a mountain of a man it makes sense and but yeah
1: then, then you had Ricochet come out and then number 29 the big surprise that we all knew was coming logan paul and boy, howdy, did Logan Paul have himself a night! He got himself his TikTok, tock tick clip. He got his Instagram moment. He got everything he needed because some after being beat down by the entire roster at one point, he somehow survives. He took it. He took a beat and he he took a the the slam from Braun. He did. I took everything. He rolls to the outside and people are wondering where he is and whatever. And he comes back in the ring and won. won the other side is ricochet. Yeah, he got booed. And guess what? That's that's the role he should be in now. He should be he should always be the heel. Um. So Logan Paul's on one side, Ricochet's on the other, and then they both do a double springboard collision in midair. And if that wasn't timed correctly, holy hell would have been a blown spot. But they connect it right on each other. Props to both men. You can love him or hate him. The one thing you got to give Logan Paul credit for, he goes out there and. Bust his ass for it. He busted his ass to in that spot. That was I mean for Great timing. was great timing by both men. Go ahead.
0: I have to respect Logan Paul's efforts. I have to respect, especially as a celebrity appearance, because he could just go out there and just half-ass it and get the excuse of, oh, no, he's a celebrity. He doesn't know what he's doing. Like they have in the past. Like, just go out, have his moment, and leave. But the fact that he's continued to actually improve, the fact that he does put his whole ass into this, the fact that he is trying, the fact that he went out there and pulled off what he did. Like... I'm, I'm very pleasantly surprised and impressed with R- Logan Paul. You can say what you want about him as a person. I don't think he's necessarily a wonderful person, but I do respect that he's come into to the WWE and put in the effort he has very much in the same vein that Bad Bunny did, but I don't think he's on Bad Bunny's level. Like Bad Bunny is like legit, but Logan Paul, especially for the usage of him here, it was just a, a light sap smattering just enough that you kind of sat here for a minute and i'm like holy shit are they gonna do it are they actually gonna have logan paul win the royal rumble are they actually gonna do the thing because by this point cody hadn't showed up yet but like it's you're just sitting there for a second and you're like oh my god they could oh my god they really could and then and then that's tried to stop him and failed
1: yeah and then we brought out cody rhodes at number 30 the big return for old cody rhodes and the crowd goes crazy and cody looked great Cody did his thing in the ring, and it was like Logan Paul. It was Seth and Seth and um Cody teaming up together to try to take out Gunther. We had a double pedigrees at one point. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see that like it's the enemies teaming up, and then boom, they're no longer friends, and then 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 they turn on each other, and <laughs> you know that's kind of how it goes at some point. Um, but Seth Rollins got rid of Logan Paul. That was that was smart booking. Um, and i I'm- I wouldn't mind seeing Save them this. say. I wouldn't mind seeing them fight at WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I'm with Rock. I I'm down for Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul if they want to do that. I'm game.
1: But then it came down to Cody and, and Gunther, and those two men went out there and just sort of beat on each other for like ten minutes to finish this rumble.
0: I wouldn't mind Cody and Gunther honestly.
1: Strap the belt on Cody. Cody and Gunther main an event some show for the belt overseas, London. I'm okay. Um. But they had a, they had a banger. Like, they went out there, they had a, basically a match, trying to limit each other, beating on each other's chest with chops, yeah. And they delivered. Cody and Gunther delivered, like, a moment that, like, okay. The, the Rumble usually, okay, you got a minute left, and then boom, everyone gets out. They went out there, had a legitimate match. Like, it was, right up there was Sean Taker, when they went a bit, afterwards. Mm-hmm. A few, uh, about... I don't know. 12, Twelve years ago, now at this point, um, <laughs> been a minute, been a hot minute, just a little bit. But like th- th- that, what it reminded me of, where they just went out there and delivered some close near falls and stuff. And in the end, Cody took a beating and kept on ticking. Hit the ca- crossroads, and then Guthrie s- spun up, clotheslined over the top. Cody's your winner. Cody wins the Royal Rumble for the men.
0: It was a safe bet with for Cody, but it was also the right thing to do for Cody. Yeah. She'd go ahead and just... Everybody was pretty much figuring that Cody was going to win. We all we all pretty much knew. There was a little question, but not a lot. But it's they did the predictable thing and they did the right thing, and which I appreciate because... The one thing I hate is when it's the plan is X person versus X person at this show and then they try to convolute it and do the most weird path you've ever fucking seen. They're just going to straight line this and at least that's what it seems right now and I'm down for that because it makes complete sense that Cody's going to win the Rumble and challenge Roman. That makes complete and absolute sense and based on what happened tonight, Roman may not have his full focus by the time we get to WrestleMania. Who knows? Who
1: knows? So, Gunther went about 71 minutes, I believe, in this Royal Rumble. Uh, Seamus and Drew had a fantastic night. Rollins looked good. Everyone, Judgment Day, like you, you now have the seeds for future things. Edge and Beth and Rhea and Finn, or whoever teams, or Rhea and Dom, whoever it is at a Elimination Chamber. You got Logan Paul and Seth Rollins out now have a reason to go. And we'll see what they do with Cody here and for the, going for the title, so. All in all, you set the stage for and you set the stage for Brock and um, Lashley to continue their story. So that's the one thing we've been missing in the Rumbles lately, where there was never, um, where basically we never got, you know, hey, nothing leads to anything. There's a lot of coming out of this Rumble where spots meant something instead of just spots being spots. And Mace, I don't think they should do that. It, it no, they shouldn't do that. If you, because we talked about it on Thursday. If you want the big pop, you gotta beat the belt. Take it's gotta be one person. You spend two years make the pop, and then figure out a convoluted split. Um.
0: Yeah, because I mean the thing is, is like you if you do it all at once and you do it on night two, it's a much bigger moment than dividing it between one and two. And you can always have Cody decide. I'm only gonna defend one belt at a time, or he puts both belts up at say, WrestleMania backlash, he gets in a three-way situation, and it's either winner takes one, winner takes all. They can figure out however they really want to do it for the belt split, but I would do it all at once, just because it is the bigger moment, and it's really the moment that Cody has worked for, which is to win that top title, to win that top prize, and hold both championships in a unified manner it's the whole reason he went on the journey he went on was to prove that he was a top guy and is deserving of the position that he's now being placed into so i wouldn't have him do it over two nights i just i wouldn't do it it's just a little convoluted because then because then it's like well yeah you know it's roman 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 Cody was good cuz you're going to compare the two, right? Roman and Cody was good. Night 1 Roman Cody was good. The second night unless you have somebody else come in and say, "Hey, I want a title shot too." And then it just gets a little messy. Just do it all. Just keep it nice buttoned up and clean.
1: Yeah, Canon. Thanks thanks for tuning in. Uh I love the Rumbles cuz it wasn't all about pops, but more about building talent up and not seeking nostalgia pops. You got a couple nostalgia pops. In this match, and they, they worked to the hometown home state crowd rather than um trying to do anything else. So that yeah, there it, wasn't it, it, you didn't bring back legends from the past that couldn't work. You got yeah. the, you got the pops that were needed.
0: Yeah, it's I do appreciate that they used more of their existing talent roster than bringing in a bunch of legends and taking a bunch of spots away from the existing roster for the legends like it's always nice to see people but i'd rather just see them than seeing them in a wrestling context booker t was used very appropriately you have him come in you have him hit a couple moves he hits the spinner he gets eliminated and we're out and, and that- that's all he needed to do and it was perfectly fine and then we'll Job talk,
1: done. we'll talk about the other one here in a moment. By the way, if you're just tuning in, this is the rack, extra reviews, the Royal Rumble live right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network, wildtalkradio.com, twitch.tv slash live. If you have that Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account, it's called Prime Game. Support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. You can also use credit code RocketSocker, LinsMward in the Fortnite Diamond Shop or Epic Games Store because we're hashtag Epic Partners. All that out of the way in this time slot next Saturday like all Saturdays is CB radio just so people are aware let's get into the women's wear rumble shall we
0: this was good again we did not have a lot of legends we really only had one (laughs) and you
1: really want to call her a legend you're gonna actually use that term for her after all your hatred for her
0: I don't know what else to call her (laughs)
1: we'll get to her we'll get to it
0: no i want to talk about it now because i want to complain about how they did this because this to me this was stupid to me how they did this right the whole way this was handled the whole way right so earlier in the night before the women's rumble Cause it was second to last. They show Michelle McCool with kids in the crowd. And it's like, hey, it's Michelle McCool, woo, yay, Michelle McCool, and everybody's like, Rumble. She's going in the Rumble. We know this. We're not stupid. We all know. And sure enough, she comes in in the mid mid twenties. Hey, Michelle? What, twin- she was twenty. Yeah.
1: she was uh, twenty five.
0: Okay, she comes in at twenty five. So they cut to her in the crowd with the kids, and she's like, oh, oh, me. Like, she's kind of acting surprised that she's in the rumble. They draw numbers! They draw numbers! She knew! She knew!
1: Which they pointed out, everyone was pointing out. By the way, speaking of the numbers, I like that they pulled them off the board i thought that, that was, was that was a good way to do it
0: yeah but the whole thing that they did it they just did her a massive disservice because she kind of like everybody just looked came out of that looking a little foolish because it's like she knew she was in the rumble she drew number 25 so she knows she's in the rumble she was clearly prepared because she was somewhat dressed for it by the way like
1: pat, pat McAfee was back he got a grand entrance to start the show and he's like She's wearing Uggs,
0: you know, like you do, but like, just the whole thing was foolish. And she had an okay showing. <laughs> um,
1: she did the Styles Clash and, and Cole goes. That was phenomenal.
0: Right, right, because you know Taker sitting in the back, but like, and AJ sitting in the back somewhere, or he's sitting at home. He's at
1: home with his broken ankle.
0: But like this, just that whole thing made it a little foolish. But the rest of the match was really good. We had a lot of NXT women. <laughs> come up and do the rumble which was nice we did um we had the moment
1: all right we'll get there we'll go through the order really quick we had Rhea and live started out Rhea, iron woman fantastic lord Rhea. well she and then there's dana a three and then dana kind of i think may have broken Rhea's nose oh god um we'll get to the hearty thing maybe um dana should just not be in the ring um then you had Emma, who who they told the story where she got released like a couple of days before the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. So this was her first chance. You had Shannon in there. But the first half of this match was di- dominated by damage control. You had Bailey in there. You had Dakota and EO back-to-back spots. So they just dominated a bunch of people. And it just started building up. Roxanne Perez, as you mentioned, from NXT was on the show. Um, Nat- Nat- Natalia was back. Okay, you had Candace in there, you had Zoe Stark in there, you had Xia in there, and we're sitting here watching, and it's like, you're waiting for the crowd to get a big pop, you're waiting for that big moment. Out came the man, Becky Lynch, at number 15, it's like, okay, now business starting started picking up. So she goes out, and she's fighting with damage control, and, and all this, and she eventually gets taken out, I believe, um, from this match by Bailey at one point. But number 16 is the one Lindsay wants to talk about, because they found each other, at Dakota, and Tegan.
0: Not they actually found each other. Like Dakota and Tegan reunited after long last, and it feels so good. And they just beat the tar out of each other. It was wonderful. It's fantastic. It's like, yay! Finally. When Dakota came out, we were all kind of sitting here going, come on, come on, come on, come on. Do it. Do it. Because it's Brent's worst case scenario if Tegan comes out right after Dakota. They didn't do it. It was EO, but Tegan was not far behind. And Tegan was backing, backing that thing up. Did you what? Did you what, Brent? Oh, did he have an orgasm? I don't think so. I don't believe he did. But he can tell you tomorrow night on, um, Russell Tongue Radio. Anyway, moving on. But yeah, I, I think the one criticism that I had about this match overall is that it was lacking a little bit in terms of like the pops and the star power because it's like you had Becky come out and then you didn't have a pop for a while it felt like and you had too many women get in the ring and you just needed like the people that you thought were going to come out and kind of clear the ring out did not clear the ring because I think you were waiting for someone like Beth Phoenix or something like that. It did die. What died? Oh, the the rumble. Um, Like, you're just, you're waiting for something else to happen. And they saved the really large. I'm trying to think of a way to phrase this. this where not insulting and I can't do it. The,
1: the bigger moments till the end. We'll get there. Yeah,
0: we'll get, yeah, there. We'll we'll get, get there. there.
1: We'll get there. But the big moment after this, number 17, Asuka.
0: Ooh, Oscar. Ooh.
1: The Empress. She's back. New look or old look. Combination of she's back ready to kick ass and take names. I thought she would have done more. She lasted a while, but I thought she was going to do more.
0: No, but I like the new character. I think it's going to be cool.
1: Number eighteen, do drop I mean, Piper Niven's back.
0: She got her name back. <laughs> Yay! God. What
1: was the comment? I wrote it down. Corey Graves, do you think someone will get dropped tonight? Cole
0: and Cole goes. I do.
1: And no. uh, then to to me, it showed up because. The the, the, the the spots between bigger girls, cause Tamina. Um. Anyway, that's the nice thing I'm gonna say about it. <laughs> number twenty. Chelsea Green's back. She 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 set a record. Um. That she's probably gonna go on TV and complain about and complain about a lot of things. But cool is Chelsea Green's back. Um. She's Zack Ryder's wife. Woo woo woo. You know it, Broski. Um. <laughs> so she'll she'll be here and she'll be doing a thing and. I like Chelsea Green as a, a character. Hopefully, she stays healthy enough to deliver. Um, we'll see. Then Zelina Vega was a Street Fighter character.
0: Zelina looked cute.
1: I don't know the details. I'm not going to be the person with the details. Brent will geek about it tomorrow. I, I don't have the details. Just, but Street Fighter. Number 22 is Raquel. She she went uh, crazy. She was a hometown girl. She she delivered. Mia Yen, Lacey Evans. talked about Michelle McCool. Indy Hartwell.
0: Yay, dude. Hey.
1: Made the made the big big jump up. Sonia's in there, and number twenty seven. You had Shotzi, Nikki Cross, and then it's like I heard a rumor. I heard, can we just? I
0: heard. Can we just applaud Nikki real quick before we get to the rumor of booking it to the ring like a freight train, like just this little Scottish freight train, and then she just gets in the ring and she starts going to town on everybody. Like I love Nikki so much, and this was appreciated. Anyway, the
1: rumor. No, I didn't do any of this. This was all Casey's fault. So two weeks ago on the post show, we were talking about something about who's going to show up to save um, the next member of the bloodline. It's going to be here, right? And Casey in our chat here at twitch.tv slash WT live. Went, to bring back Naya. Look, it's going to be Naya. You said it, Kashi. You said the phrase Naya Jax. You brought her up. This is your fault, case. This is your fault. This is your fault, case. No FNs or Butts, bad. it was on you. You you spoke her back into the universe that no one was thinking about. And uh we all thought it was... <laughs> you apparently were. You brought her back into the universe. So... I blame you. Uh, the writing as a former ring guy was terrible. Bringing that back at there was for a one-off. No, it's not a one-off. She's back... She's got merch uh, and everything. Yeah. She's back. So they did the whole hoorah spot, and everyone jumped on her, and then she went hoorah, and everyone splatted. And then eventually everyone in, in the match, 10 people, not 11, 10 people, because so we did the math, took care of Nia Jackson. All that is good in the world is was is what is written in her sheets. so you can thank Brent for that comment um, of how it was eliminated. But... <laughs> They like her, so she's not like most girls. (laughs) Case, you should know better if you speak it into the universe. It's going to happen. Anyway, it was down to Rhea and Nikki and Liv and Asuka towards the end and all of the finish with Rhea Ripley. uh, Drop and Live out of the ring. Holy hell.
0: We fully appreciate the ending of this match. It was very creative. It was very well done. All three women were on the outside. Oscar goes to hit the spit take and hits Live instead of Rhea who ducks. Oscar gets eliminated and then Rhea and Live are both living on the edge and Rhea eliminates a blind Live Morgan to win the women's Royal Rumble. Rhea as expected was an absolute boss in this. She went bell to bell. She was phenomenal. She had a run and I am very much looking forward to seeing what she does at WrestleMania because she is just Doing banger after banger after banger after banger. Like right now, Rhea Ripley can really do no wrong in terms of her performance. She's just outstanding. Um, in terms of Nia Jax, I don't know how I feel about it. I think if anything, I'm just sort of like, okay, meh. And moving on, like I'm happy for her. I'm happy that she's back doing what she wants to do. And as long as she's happy, that all that's all that matters. But to me, it's kind of a meh thing. Um, no. I would hope.
1: No canon. No, she doesn't. We'll talk about it. Continue. Blending.
0: Um, I would hope they don't put Naya in the bloodline and we're going to talk about why. <laughs>
1: oh God. I hope they don't put Naya I in the bloodline. Even, I wasn't even thinking
0: that. I hope they keep her as far away from the bloodline as possible. Uh, cause she doesn't need to be in there based on what happened later, but I'm happy that if she, so long as she's happy, that's fine. Rhea, but yeah, no, they're not going to point Rhea at Charlotte.
1: They shouldn't. It should be Rhea and Bianca. It's the match we were supposed to get at Money in the Bank or whatever it was. And, yeah. So, there you go.
0: All right. And now... Let's
1: talk about the main event.
0: You're reigning, defending, head of the table, tribal chief, Roman Reigns, with Paul Heyman and Sami Zayn in tow. Not the rest of the bloodline they were told to keep to the back. Taking on Kevin Owens for the titles. Good God. There's two parts of this. There's the match... And then there's the aftermath. Okay, we're gonna talk about the match first. Okay,
1: Gunther MVP of the, the night for in ring. Sami Zayn wins the Slammy of the Year for actor of the year. Holy dramatics! So the match was what it was. They had a, they had a fight that Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns would have. It got you. You were biting on some near falls and all of that. Um, oh god, the near
0: falls, especially at the end, were just tremendous. The,
1: the near falls at the end were really good. Sammy Zane, they're both. <laughs> there was a spot where they zoomed in on on Sammy's face, and it, on the camera as there was a pin, and he just starts jumping up, and like when it, when it was a two count or whatever. And there there go Corey and Patter on commentary talking about watching the act. Why are you bringing up Sammy's face? Aren't you both simply watching the action? Cole goes, I've been watching I've been told for twenty five years to watch the monitor. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh god, that was great. Great little shot there. Um Cole's freedom since Vince is gone has been top notch. Um but Sammy's selling it every every near fall for both on both sides. He's like, Yeah, Especially for Roman jumping up for joy, Roman and and stuff, but you can see it, and you you saw Paul and, and and Sammy at times looking at each other and talking to each other. Yeah, it was it was great. It was just the the storytelling was told told, and then you had the ref bump and everything, and you had a couple you had the stunner, and he goes for one, two, three, four, whatever. He had them beat. There's your visual, to make the crowd go happy. And then Roman got just got mad, so he asked for a chair. And Sammy's struggling to find a chair. And then he's like, he hesitated. And that caused the problems. Like, why didn't you give me the chair sooner? Huh? And then Roman just went on attack and start just beating on Kevin Owens. Then he's like, he spears him through the, the barricade. And then that wasn't enough because there were points where um, he's beating him. He rolls Kevin in and then Kevin rolls back out the other side. And the last time he rolls to the outside was the big mistake because then he got slammed hard. And I mean hard into the steel steps where his head bounced off the the back of the, the steps a couple of times went ooh ah that hurts
0: yeah you just kinda cringed.
1: Then Roman gets back in back in. Kevin has a little bit of fight left in him, but the spear beats him. One, two, three in the middle and everyone is celebrating. Good job Roman, you did the thing and it's time to praise Sami Zayn and they have the be- the, the the necklace, right? The was one I think it was Jay, probably probably was Jay or just going to put the put it on on um Sammy and Roman's like no 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 not just yet let's bring it down and you saw the crowd go yay he's accepted dude no oh no what what's going on here so everyone's out there then they just start to destroy Kevin Owens and they're making Sammy Zane watch you have Roman and Sammy standing in the corner together watching He's making sure Sammy's watching what's happening. And then <laughs> they beat on him and beat on him and beat on him. And then we go back to two years ago and we find some handcuffs. <laughs> and we drape Kevin Owens on the ropes, right? He's strung out and they're just, it's a super kick party. One after okay. another, after another, after another.
0: And it was just vicious.
1: It was. Over and over again. He's just They're just beating on Kevin Owens, and Sammy has to watch. He's just watching what's going on. His, his you know, former best friend is just being beaten down by his family. And we talked about it on Thursday. It's like, it's all going to come down to a moment with a chair. And then we have the chair, and you see Roman holding the chair, and he's ready to smash Kevin Owens with that chair until Sammy Zayn steps in and goes, He's had enough. You don't need to do this. Don't need to do this. Don't hit him. It's enough. And Roman's getting mad. It's like, what are you doing? He ruined, He. He. he you know, you he, he You don't need him. He yelled you down. All this stuff. And then Sammy's trying to talk him out of it. And then Sammy gets to, talks him out of it. And Roman hands Sammy the chair. And Sammy, And Sammy's just looking at it like, do I do it? Do I do it? Roman moves up a couple feet and you saw Sammy look. Maybe I should do it. Maybe I should hit him. But doesn't do it. So he backs up and, and you're waiting for it. And like, Roman's yelling, do it. Do it. And Sammy doesn't. He smashes. Roman Reigns in the back of the chair like it's 2014. And and it's Seth Rollins doing it to Roman Reigns back then. Roman Reigns gets leveled with the chair. The pop. Oh my goodness, the pop. The roof on the dome blew off. And then Sammy Zayn got his ass beat. <laughs> Holy shit, did he get his ass beat. Shirt gets, talk- ripped, shirt gets ripped off and all this stuff. It was amazing.
0: But we're not talking about the best part of this.
1: Talk about it.
0: So after Sammy's stunning, not so stunning turn, as we're all sitting there screaming at him to do it when he's got the chair in his hand. At least I was. I was. Um, You have Jay. Poor Jay, who didn't trust Sammy to begin with, who had all those issues with Sammy and then decided, yes, I'm going to put my faith in you. I'm going to trust you. And Sammy smacks Roman with a share out of the shield. And then Jay is conflicted. Jay is confused. Jay refuses. After Roman looks at him and goes, You did this. You destroyed my family. This is your fault. Jay refuses to take part in the beatdown and walks away from Roman and the rest of the bloodline. The storytelling. The character development. The, the acting, like just the facial expressions and just the way everybody sold this from top to bottom. The whole thing is one of the best things I've ever seen WWE do. I cannot give them enough compliments for how well they pulled this off and how well this worked. Because just the way they drew it out into that very fine line where you're to the point that you're waiting for it. You know what's coming. You know it, but you don't care because you're like, yes yes do the thing sammy especially when like roman starts pushing on him and getting in his face and stuff you're like yes sammy do it do it you've got the chair just hit him just do it like it was so good and like the way that sammy steps in between roman and kevin and he's like no 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 man no 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 he's good. You don't you don't have anything else to prove. Let's just go. And the romans like, "No, we're doing this now." Like just the whole thing was so good. So 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 good. Everybody deserves an award for this because it was just tremendous and it leaves you with so many questions as to what happens to the bloodline now. Are we beginning to see the implosion of the bloodline? Because Jay's now vulnerable, and it's something that Sammy and Kevin can go to Jay and be like, well, you never really wanted to be a part of this to begin with, did you? That's possible. He, he made you, didn't he? Couple, he forced you.
1: A couple things. One, he scream Roman's screaming, you, ruined, you, bro, you 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 ruined my family. You ruined my family. As he's bearded, as, he, as Sammy's laying there on the mat. And then the fan chant, fuck you, Roman fuck you, Roman. Clap, 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 clap. Fuck you, Roman. Oh, that you, was the Roman. best part. That's how Royal Rumble's ending, with the crowd chanting, fuck you, Roman, at the loudest points, was fan fucking-tastic. It was, yeah, brilliant. They, oh, God, it's such storytelling involved in this whole entire thing. They could look at Jay and, and, and see where he lies, and but there's so much, like, so many wrinkles, so many possibilities are we going to get roman and sammy in a match it looks like like it are we going to get sammy and kevin to finally team up and get tag titles we could i mean i mean we probably would have kevin and for different reasons um but they what makes wrestling storytelling great and makes wwe storytelling greater than a lot of things you see is how they deliver on big moment and they delivered a big moment for people that they invested in because everyone's invested in Sammy they're all invested in Roman Reigns and the bloodline, they want to see an ending to this story and there's been so many layers and and that's what makes it great because now you have Roman, Sammy Usos, and will the Usos find their way back together will Sammy and Kevin team up what happens going forward, and we just now have a journey to figure that out, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, that makes it perfect. Sports entertainment for a reason, and they sports entertain the hell out of it tonight.
0: I think the difference between Hunter and Vince in this scenario is just the amount of time that they have spent. Building this and making it, drawing it out to that point that they figured out the perfect moment to do this is the Royal Rumble to lead off into WrestleMania and do whatever they're going to do for WrestleMania. But the the fact that they were able to get it here, the fact that they did it without it being stale and boring and they kept it fresh and they kept it going, they kept adding layer after layer after layer after layer after layer to this. Well, adding doubt within the bloodline with Jay and Jimmy. Cause we had when Sammy was coming in, it's like Jay had all those issues, right? And he's like, no, man, I don't trust this. I don't want to be any part of this. And then Sammy was able to win Jay over and we then everything was hunky dory happy again until it wasn't. So I applaud them for this. Like I thought it was really, really just brilliantly executed. And like I said, I feel like that's just the difference between Hunter and Vince is Hunter just did it. Did it in a way where it was very subtle, cool. where, but it was, but it was still overt enough that everybody could pick up on what they were doing. And then everybody just played their parts in it perfectly, like to a T. And I don't know if that's so much Hunter's influence or if that's everybody involved in this figuring out, okay, this is what we're going to do kind of thing. I don't know how that all works, but it was just all well done. And like we said, moving on from here, I'm curious to see where we're going to go. What happens with the bloodline? Yeah. Is Jay out? We know Sammy's out, but what about Jay? What's going on with Jay? Because like I was saying, Jay never wanted to be a part of any of this. They made him. When I say they, I mean, excuse me, Roman made him. Roman forced him. Roman beat the shit out of him until he was, had no choice going all the way back. The COVID era, when Roman came back, he forced Jay into this agreement where if Jay loses to Roman, he has to work for Roman. He has no choice. I want to see them bring that back up. I want to see somebody bring that back up where it's like, hey, you went along with it in the end. Like, you either got Stockholm Syndrome or you just decided that this was the best thing for you or whatever. But you ended up going along with this. But in in the beginning, you never wanted this. And Jimmy, you never wanted this for your brother. Because Jimmy came back and tried to help Jay. And tried to save Jay. And the whole reason that the Usos are with Roman is because they both failed against Roman. And now they've profited and they've had a lot of success. And they have the titles and they have the bloodline and they have the money. And the da-da-da-da-da on and on and on and on. But the beginning of the bloodline is Roman force them both into it. And I want to see somebody bring that up. Whether it's Sammy, whether it's Kevin, whether it's Jay and Jimmy themselves. Because it's like, because we saw the tension with Solo where Solo got to join and, you know, there was no problem and Sammy got to join and there was no problem. I mean, but in the
1: there are many problems with Sammy, but yeah.
0: But Sammy basically didn't get the tar beat out of him like Jay and Jimmy did. It was initiation. It's fine. It's fine? It's fine. It's fine.
1: We have one note, though, from the show. Thanks hmm. thanks to the crack intern. Apparently, the rear replay at one point dislocated her knee.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: She's fine though; she probably popped it back in.
0: Kind of wondering what was going on with her because at a certain points she just was non-existent in the match, and then she would come back, and it's like, oh, she's still there, awesome. But yeah, this was this was a really, really, really good Royal Rumble. I'm very much looking forward to Raw just to get some questions answered, just to find out what's going on. Because what's interesting is you had Cody win the Rumble. And I love this. You had Cody win the Rumble, and then he didn't show up the rest of the night. Like, the whole bit with the bloodline at the end, Cody was nowhere to be found.
1: And nor should he be found
0: in that. No. But it was just perfect.
1: You know what wasn't perfect? Our picks. The 8-ball went 0-5. Hey. Everyone else was above 500. Robin 2K went 3-2. is Brent, Casey, me, you, Tim, The Wheel went 4-1. Tommy, Sub, Sheila, and Chris went 5-0.
0: Oh. Well done. Well done.
1: So there you go. Congrats to Matt and congrats to um, Adam W. for winning, apparently, Tim's book (laughs) from the Man Kitchen. More details on Tim's Twitter if you would like a copy of the Tim's book. Apparently, you can buy it still. And Matt, you've won a copy again, I believe. So he said you can get a copy again because you already have it unless you lost it. And if you want another copy, he'll send it to you. Or he said you can pick someone that you want to give it to. I don't know. Talk to Tim about it. This is Tim's prize. I, we'll talk more about it tomorrow when he's on the air. But you guys can make a decision on that. I I, I, I have no um, stake in that. So,
0: that. we're I, done.
1: We're done. Oh, so God. That, you got... God, we're done. Yeah.
0: You got stuff to plug, so plug away.
1: Tomorrow night. WTR Sunday night. Russell Talk Radio. I think. There we go. Um, WTR Sunday night, Russell Talk Radio, ten p.m. Eastern. Monday night. It's a raw post show. Eleven PM Eastern. We'll be back live Thursday, ten p.m. Eastern to preview NXT Vengeance Day. Next Saturday, in this time, slot. eleven thirty PM Eastern, will be C B Radio, CB Relap.com, GrandgradeDebate.com. It's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash so Wild Talk Radio Network. If you have, it's Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms, if you, wherever you get your podcast. If you have that Amazon Prime search, uh, link it to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming. Search, so, it's Amazon Prime. Link it to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming. Support channel by clicking the purple rectangle button on the screen. I'm tired. You can also use credit card, rocket stock, or...
0: Linz M. Ward. N- in the
1: Fortnite item chamber epic game store.
0: As we are hashtag epic partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias, at Lensward, L-A-S-W-R-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Lensward. Same as my Twitter, go check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at, or yeah, youtube.com slash at symbol Lensward, Lensward.rockradioshow.com, or just look for Lensward on the YouTubes. I stream Genshin Impact, so my YouTube channel is Genshin Impact related, so if you're not into Genshin, I understand. But if you are, please like, subscribe, ring the bell. I put, I have reaction videos out for the latest trailers for Genshin, so please go watch them if you like. And while you are on YouTube, go to youtube.com/slash mbgfilms, youtube.com/slash mbg1211. I'm tired. That's not right. It's MBT. You got the films. plug.
1: You got you, youtube.com/slash mbg1211.
0: There we go. I'm tired. He's tired. We're gonna go. So everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been The Rack, the Royal Rumble edition right here on walltalkradio.com and we will see you on Thursday. Till then. Bye! Wildtalkradio.com